what happens when the person that you look up to for inspiration turns out to not really be the person you thought they were? Well, this is a very interesting book, Why Fish Don't Exist, and I'm going to talk about my takeaways from it in this upcoming episode. Hi, my name is Scott Gillespie of Plants Dig Soil, the name of the podcast and the consulting company. We're an independent agronomy company We do not sell products, we provide advice only. We focus on realistic regen ag, which has to be proven and profitable. We work in person or remote or a combination of the two. Our pricing is set to be affordable to anyone from a Q&A package to full farm planning. There's no long-term commitments. You can retain our services, do it yourself or hire others. Of course, we always love to work with people over the long-term. So let's get into this book review. Now, just to be clear, um, I'm not following a particular pattern or way of doing a book review. It's just what I have taken away from it. And I hope to encourage or inspire you to look at it yourself or read it yourself. So this book I originally came across in the Future Ecologies Discord server which is a perk of being a patron of Future Ecologies. And if you remember back in um, October, I was a part of the Future Ecologies podcast where I talked about um, ground truthing, which was our episode title. And we talked about carbon payment systems and how they can Uh, how we look at them from an ecological standpoint. Now that doesn't relate to the book, but I just wanted to tell you how I found out about this book. So this book is written by Lulu Miller, and it is a very interesting mix of memoir, of story of a certain time in her life, ecology, and also learning of a dark side of a person that she looked up to. So she really looked up to this person called David Starr Jordan. He was a taxonomist in the early 19th century. Um, his, his uh, well, you can guess, his main focus was fish, and he was determined to, to find all the fish he could in the world and categorize them. Now, um, what was um, interesting or what the main event in this in this story or the story of this person is that there was an earthquake or a fairly famous earthquake in 1906 in California and everything was in glass jars, everything was tagged, but when it smashed all over the floor, there were fish parts and tags and glass everywhere. And so, and at this point, he had been working on this for a long time. So the question is, do those fish still exist? Um, And what do you do when something that extreme happens when at that point your life's work is destroyed and what she took inspiration from this from him in this is that he just 
kept going. And she was going through some difficult times in her life. I'm not going to elaborate on that because I want you to read it and learn. Um, but uh, it, it helped her in in the in her life circumstances. And then she kind of got obsessive about him and wanted to learn more about him. Now, this is where it does take a dark turn and I'm not going to tell too much about it because I don't want to give the story away. Um, she does talk about this in interviews. She talks a little bit about it. Um, so, I, but I don't want to give away what, what uh, the dark turn is on it, but um, it, uh, it made the person who she was looking up to, it questioned a lot of what she was taking from him. And in a lot of ways, this book relates to last month's book called The Next Great Migration. A lot of the problems or the, the issues that were um, talked about in the next great, migra great, the next great Migration are, um, are from the same time period that this is from in... Um, the early 20th century. And late 19th century. And it's the thinking at that time of looking for order in the world. And, and um, trying to put everything in their place or I guess, um, yeah, fix species into their niche. Now, Darwin was not, was before this time, but his work had changed so much when it came out. Um, it was very controversial, but people were getting used to the idea that there was, things were things could change and evolve, but they were still very much clinging to this idea that everything could be categorized. Now, another ecological question that comes up in this is what if it hasn't been found or what if a species hasn't been categorized? Does it exist or does that matter? Um, and of course, um, the fish that were tagged and then where the species was destroyed, um, what happens to it? Is it still a species or is it, um, or is it nothing again? So it's a very interesting book. Um, there's a lot of other interesting themes in it going through um, ecology and what it can mean. Um, but I want to leave it there. Um, I hope you will take a look at this book. You can uh, buy it. There's a link in the description to the author's website. So then you can pick wherever you want to buy it from or you can borrow it from a library or however you want to. To look at it but um, anyways I hope this was enjoyable and I will talk to you again next month